Dr. Jennifer London. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, friend? I am great. It's so good to be here today. I'm so excited. I I just came off of an interview with uh, Fox Business t- talking about my husband's book, uh, Leader- Ever Vigilant Leadership and Legacy by the Executive Chairman of CACI. It's by J. Philip London. He attended the Naval Academy, became a Navy aviator, retired as a captain, and joined a small consulting firm that over almost 50 years he built into a $5.7 billion Fortune 500 company with over 20,000 employees in 155 locations around the world. He was a pioneer in the government contracting industry who shaped CACI into a multinational information technology company that has supported some of America's most critical national security priorities. And when you talk about a patriot, he was a patriot his entire life. He took the oath as a commissioned officer uh, with him his entire life to support and defend the Constitution. Uh, You know, we traveled all over the world. And he said... In his travels, he came to recognize what a treasure America is. Our freedoms, our opportunities don't exist in other places. We really have to treasure what we have here in this country. We really must treasure what we have here in this country because America is a treasure. Jack London. And I want to tell all of you before we go any further how to get in touch with Jennifer and Jennifer. Please uh, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, but the website is evervigilantthebook.com, evervigilantthebook.com. And Jennifer, if there's other ways for our, our audience here over the largest talk platform in the country, Red State, to get in touch with you, please tell us the ways to bring people, bring you to where people are so they can hear you firsthand talk to us. Okay, absolutely. Well, uh, pretty much uh, most of my interviews and press releases have been posted to evervigilantthebook.com, and that's where you can uh, follow uh, my speeches. I have a a presentation coming up at the National Press Club in a few weeks. I'll be talking uh, down in uh, North Carolina and Florida, and all of these will be posted so uh, folks can follow that. Uh, I wanted to mention also going back to America and just to mention a little bit about our veterans. See, Jack instituted a program in 2005 to hire military veterans. Jack was a veteran, and the the greatest the great majority of his company were former veterans. In 2018, 47 percent of his new hires were military veterans, and so I think it's important. I mean, we have an average of 22 veterans committing suicide in our country today. Uh, You know, if you can get your head around that, we just can't do enough for our veterans. And this book, I want everyone to know all of the proceeds are going to military-affiliated organizations, Navy, um, you know, all all associations of the military. So uh, not only is it a good book about leadership, it's a good guide and inspiration for people and military and business, but it will benefit uh, military organizations. Let me ask you this. Uh, I want to talk to you now about context of the words that uh, Jack London used, Dr. Jack London used, and that is vigilant. Uh, in, in, in the context, and, and you would know better than anyone, uh, what were we to be watchful of? What were we, we to be on guard for? What was he warning us of? Talk to us about that. 
Well, there was a, a magazine, a GovCon uh, magazine, GovCon Executive Magazine in 2010. And the title of the article was, The World is a Dangerous Place. And that was a quote from Jack. He really felt that the trend uh, in, in our world was 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 going in a direction that was that was very dangerous. Um, he started an asymmetric symposium in 2009 to advance the dialogue about national security. And he wrote articles about uh, the challenges in cybersecurity, the electromagnetic spectrum, and um, electronic warfare. Uh, even before our security and uh, community started to focus seriously on these in 2016, he um, you'll you'll see in the book and you'll see it in the forward of the book, which was um, was done by Jonathan Greenert, a former um, uh, chief of naval operations, who talked about how Jack had a way of uh, forecasting. Uh, future trends. He would look at what was going on, and he challenged um, the idea that maybe cyber wasn't so important in the military. When, uh, so, you know, shortly thereafter, you know, it became it became an, a, a real priority. So, uh, ever vigilant is really geared toward, um, you know, for everyone. You know, the idea that we are we are watchful at all times and that we are ready uh, and that we are aware. We're watchful at all times. We're ready and we are aware. Now, you have recently been appointed uh, to Navy League Foundation Board Chair. Tell us about that and tell us about the work that's associated with it. Oh, yes. Well, thank you for asking that. Um, the Navy League Foundation actually uh, provides scholarships for um, the children and grandchildren of uh, sea service uh, veterans and active duty and also spouses and so it's a great program um, you know that, that helps to support the careers of our future uh, you know scholars and so I'm very proud to have been appointed by the um, CEO of the Navy League to that position uh, I'm, I'm also on the board of the Navy Museum Development Foundation uh, we're plan we're planning to build a large Navy Museum here in DC and um, I, you know it's it's a number of organizations that I support uh, Jack created or established some scholarship programs through the Naval Academy and other organizations to, again, educate uh, our future generation about the, you know, the values of America and also promote leadership. So I'm very happy to, to take the leadership role as a, you know, chair, chair of the board of directors for the Navy, Navy League Foundation. When we talk about the values of America, in your view, just in your opinion, how are they being trampled and diminished, maybe even diluted for our young people today? And perhaps give us some insight as, as to what, what Dr. Jack London would have thought about that. What do you think about the, the deterioration, it, it appears, uh, in this administration toward our great nation? Talk to us. Well, it's interesting you ask that question. Jack left a little summary, uh, you know, before he, he was a very deep and thoughtful person. And in it, he talked about his concern about divisiveness in America and how that undermined the sense of unity. And he reminded us that, you know, the motto of our country is E Pluribus Unum. And I think if we just kind of wake up every day and, you know, stamp that on our forehead and, or, you know, write a little sticky note on our vanity mirror, uh, I think we'll approach the world in a different way. But I have to say, 
we have we have three uh, 12 year olds i have three triplet boys and i really wow. worry yeah i were i mean when you look at the youth in our country what do they have to look forward to what is motivating them every message they get is negative uh you know and so uh, the he, you know, and and we're, we can't even talk about heroes unless it's a cartoon or, you know, superhero. The heroes are real people, and we've trampled those heroes, the founders, you know, past presidents. Um, you know, Jack talks about in his book virtues, not virtues. I, I guess I should say attributes uh, that leaders carry with them. Vision is one of them. Look at Reagan. Reagan's vision of world peace was, you know, it. It pushed him to, to, you know, prompt the communism to come down in Russia and Germany and dictatorships in Eastern Europe and South America. Um, accountability. Uh, look at, uh, for instance, Truman had a, a sign on his desk, the box stops here. So when is the last time we saw a leader stand up in front of us and say, I made a mistake, I will take responsibility, and I will fix it? Um, so, so, you know, Truman on his desk, which meant he wasn't going to play the blame game of passing the buck. He took responsibility for all the decisions in his administration. And so um, I, I feel like we need to focus more on real people and their greatness. We shouldn't diminish the greatness of our founders, of the people who uh, are, are past presidents. I mean, we just came off of President's Day. Uh, I mean, look at Eisenhower. I, I know, I, I'm sure you're familiar with the famous letter he wrote yes. taking responsibility for in the event the D-Day invasion failed. He said in the letter it would be his fault and his fault alone. Think of all the people in his ranks that he could have blamed, you know, if if D-Day had failed. And he didn't do that. We, I just wish we had leaders who had the courage of their conviction to stand. I mean, we're humans. Stand up and say, I made a mistake. I will take care of it. Because if... If someone blames someone else, if it doesn't get fixed, the implication is that's not their responsibility either. You know, uh, Dr. London, uh, you said something very, very uh, uh, impactful. Uh, you said heroes are real people. They're not Marvel comic book uh, characters that come to life on the big screen. The heroes are people like your husband was, patriots who understood the, 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 the clear and present danger to our republic. Those are the heroes and then the ones who wear a uniform and defend this great nation. Is there concern then, with that said, is there concern then for the future of our nation and the future of our young people who might want to choose the military as uh, their careers. Uh, if we could continue on this present trend, what's your prognosis? Talk to us. Well, I, I do have a concern that uh, the military doesn't get the respect that it deserves. I mean, less than 1% of our population are defending freedom, not just in our country, but around the world. And uh, it's keeping the peace. And, you know, as Reagan said, um, peace through strength. And um, so, again, I, I, the heroes are real people. If we really studied history, we would, we would see how, um, you know, it was real people that had the courage to, you know, create great things. And some of those did at a great price. Uh, among those are some of the founders. But uh, President Kennedy wrote about in his, in his book, Profiles in Courage, 
uh, people who took a, a stand. And Jack also talks about in his book, he had mentors who were former World War II veterans, four-star admirals. And he said they had an ability to sort of suspend how a decision would impact them. They would make a decision because it was the right thing without concerning themselves that there would be a negative consequence to them. And again, that takes a lot of courage and it also takes strong leadership. So um, I, I, I don't know uh, the direction of our military in terms of, I know there are some issues with recruiting. Um, I'm hearing more favorable reports on that. I mean, retention is very good. But, um, again, I think we have to present the vision for our youth as to why a career in the military is admirable and, um, and it's, it, it really is an opportunity to impact, you know, their lives and the world. Ever vigilant, my friends. That's exactly what we must be. Dr. London, Dr. Jennifer London, always my pleasure to be on with you. We must have you back more often to talk about uh, the journey that you're on and how we're securing our great republic. I want to thank you again for being on with me. God bless you and God keep you. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, so Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Again, evervigilantthebook.com. All proceeds go to military-affiliated organizations. All proceeds. All proceeds go to military organizations. That in itself is the Lord's work for America. Thank you so much.